What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2022 Byron Nelson Betting Picks and Preview Podcast. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry. We are the Tour Junkies. And we're coming off a win. Woo! <laughs> yes! Finally did it, Mom. We finally got a winner. <sighs> Max Homa, 40 to 1 on DB's Big Balls betting card. Uh, Pat, it feels so good. I mean, and I know, I know. You know, we had we had some close. We had Cam Young up there. I had him on the betting card as well. He finished second. You had Fitzpatrick on your card. He finished third, I think. So we had the top three, I think. I think isn't yeah. that how Fitz he finished? He finished. And third. we had we had yeah he finished third. He, he birdied the last hole, and we had a few others that were in contention on my card, like Lahiri. You know, Lahiri was up there. Harmon was up there at one point. So, it, but you know, Homa got it done. Bro, he made me sweat it, though. God dang. He tried to give it away a couple times. But you know what? No one gives away a win like Keegan Bradley gives away a win. Like, just just nobody can do it the way that Keegan can do it. And, and at first, I was like, dang it, you know, he's a he, this is about to be Keegan's week. Like, it's been so long. And then he just Keegan'd it. And he just, just you know, I mean. Poor Keegan. Homa definitely did enough to win. But dang, he tried to give it up. Um, yeah, pumped to hit it at 40-1. to 1. That finally puts the DB's Big Balls betting card back into the positive for units on the year, so I'm excited about that. Up 18 units now just on the Big Balls betting card alone, and that is our 10th winner of the season, Pat. 10th winner. I think I have four, and you have six. Um, so I'm catching up to you now with that home win. But yeah. dang it, it feels good. you know. And a lot of people in the industry, a lot of talking heads, all also like suffering through this, this dark, dark period of miss of not hitting winners uh, but I'm, I'm glad to finally break out i don't think a whole lot of people had home on the card last week but i you know it's great play glad we hit it let's keep let's keep it going though of- i feel like db i have written down the winner i have it written down on my sheet of paper for tonight i mean yeah. I, I do have to give credit to the long shot season jacket and the shirt the bold shirtless play that i did last week on the podcast mm-hmm. i think that could have been a I big part of it that. as well uh, by the way, we are presented to you by our friends at Covers Winning Starts at Covers.com. It's where over 20 million sports bettors go every single year. And it's also, you know, they've been doing it for 25 years. So if you want betting content for any sport under the sun, whether it's podcasts or free articles or forums or uh, tools and calculators, best odds, you want to do some odd shopping, it's all there on Covers.com. Uh, it's a great place to be. Over 500,000 active members in the forum. And it, Pretty much everything on the website is free. I think like 95% of the website, everything on there is free. It's not behind a paywall. So go get it. Take advantage of it. It's a lot of sharp people putting out content on covers and a lot of sharp people in the forum as well. Uh, and also, it's the home of our exclusive head-to-head and top 20s article that comes out every Tuesday afternoon. We give you three head-to-head matchups and usually two or three top 20s. Sometimes we'll throw in a prop bet or so if we like one. And, uh, you know, we did pretty good on that last week. We missed the two top 20s. But the uh, we're two for three in the head-to-head matchups, and those are both underdog matchups. So I think we're, I think we're four for six in head-to-head matchups over the last two weeks, and two for four on top twenty. And we usually go long shots on there too. So uh, we'll keep that train rolling for this week as well. But check it out, covers.com. Winning starts at covers.com. Uh, Pat, I will say this before we get into the picks tonight. I want to let the people know I am heading to TPC Craig Ranch. Bright and early tomorrow morning, I will be flying out of here at 6 a.m. Um, we did get media credentials for the Byron Nelson. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I will be on site at TBC Craig Ranch. If you're there, 
Come find me, hit me up, let me know. It should be a good time. But I'm going to catch up with a lot of our caddy friends, a lot of our player friends. Um, it's going to be a good time. I'll get some intel. I'll pass it on in the Nut Hut exclusively. Maybe maybe you might get something in an email. I don't know. But it'll probably, for the most part, be in the Nut Hut. The best $10 a month or $90 a year that you could possibly spend. And um, that's going to be fun. I'll also, you know, I plan to be in the press conferences. There's some good press conferences. Tomorrow afternoon, Xander's at 4 o'clock. And then on Wednesday, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris, and Jordan Spieth will be there. Uh, and I plan to ask them some questions. So that's my YouTube comment for tonight. I want to know, what do you want DB to ask? Name the player, name the question, give it to me. If it's good enough, if it's funny, if it's interesting, if it's betting or DFS related and I can make it work and the PJ Tour won't get pissed at us, then I might ask it and I might even throw your name in there. So, um, Put that in the YouTube comment right after you hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button if you haven't already. And also, it helps to share the video. So just click the share link, copy the link. Hell, just send it to yourself. That helps us. YouTube doesn't know that you didn't send it to your best friend. We would love for you to send it to your degenerate golfing, you know, golf buddies. But, um, you know, you don't have to do that. At least share it somehow. You just said golfing. I did just say golfing. <laughs> what the Start over. Let's start over. Now? We're starting over. What is going on? We're ending here? the stream. I don't know why that just happened. Maybe it's because I'm not drinking my usual tonight. Um, <laughs> I think it's that. I, I'm, I'm actually, my podcast use tonight, Pat, is gin. A little gin. Oh, my goodness. That certainly had something to do a with A little what gin you just and tonic. Yes. Yeah, so we got a free bottle somebody gave us. Oh, well, they didn't give it to me. And it's the, no, it's not a, a listener. Somebody I know. Not, not tour junkies related. Oh, oh. Um, I got a little. I, I got a. I got a. Hang on, I got a hair out of place. I got to get that thing. Oh, get that one hair out of place. Okay. All right. Now listen. You know they said it couldn't be done that we couldn't get media credentials again after I was at uh, the tournament that shall not be named last year. And you know what? I thought I did a good job. And here's the thing, DB. Yeah. You're opening this up to questions from the listeners. Um, I feel like that's what we did at Congaree, and then I got. You know, I didn't get in trouble. I didn't get in trouble. It just, you know, there were some things they didn't like. They didn't like my Dave Portnoy question. Yeah, you know, things like that. But you know, whatever. We yeah. we made it back. We made it back. They said it could not be done. Listen, like I said, I'm up for an interesting question. If it's something kind of off the wall, but it's not so off the wall that we're going to get you know banned again or 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 shadow banned by the by the PJ Tour. Um, then I, I'm, I'm definitely open to it. Or if it's a question that gives us any sort of insight into betting or DFS for that player, uh, this tournament, or maybe even next week for the Southern Hills event, uh, the PGA Championship, you know, put that in the YouTube comments. It's going to be a good time. I, I'm not, I can tell you this, the heavy petting email is going to go out. I'm not sure if the chalk bomb email is going to make it or not. It just depends on how much time I have. Um, but a lot of good stuff will be dumped into the Nut Hut. The Caddy Info channel will be rocking and rolling for sure. Uh, on the, in the nut hut uh, up until lineup lock on Thursday, or you know, fin finishing your betting card on Thursday or whatever. And Can I offer up something mm -hmm. on the uh, question? Yeah, what, what would that be? I do think you mentioned Southern Hills. I think a Southern yeah. Hills question would be good. The reason is is because you're not going to have media access for no. for the PGA Championship. So ask a question that you would ask next week. Yeah, yeah. I, week. I'm I'm trying to think of those. I think that's a good idea. Um, by the way, the Southern Hills course breakdown video will be dropping and podcast will be dropping on Wednesday morning, I believe. Wednesday morning for the podcast, and I think the same time for the YouTube channel. I did a bunch of Southern Hills research, a bunch, okay? 
so you don't have to. I think it's about 50, it's either like, I think it's like 16 or 18 minutes or something like that. It's a little bit longer than I normally do. Uh, it's, it, it'll be dropping. So you won't have to do any more research on the golf course for Southern Hills. But I'll tell you this, after doing the research, there are some very specific players I'm very interested in early. I will tease. What you just said was kind of confusing because you confused me. Well, that's not hard to do, so I don't think it's You that said the podcast, but you meant like just the course breakdown podcast, not like yeah. our actual podcast. No, 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 no. Not the DFS embedding yeah. show will be will be the yeah. Sunday night probably before. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um all right, that's enough of that. Uh we are also really grateful to, you know, have a new partner. We talked about him last week, and it's Front 9 Coffee. Front 9 Coffee, the small batch artisan coffee born right here in Augusta, Georgia, roasted in Greenville, South Carolina, daily, and ground to order just for you. Okay, it doesn't sit on a shelf, with, like Pat said last week in one of the ad reads, with people Putin or something by it, walking by it, Putin, is that what you said? I think you said something along those lines yeah. last week. Uh, so you're going to get the flavor delivered to your door at the peak of its freshness. You can get it whole bean, you can get it coarse or fine grind, whatever you want to do. Shipped everywhere in the U.S., Canada as well. Um, it's front9coffee.com. All right. And so you need to check it out. They've got some great flavors. They're sponsoring the show for quite a while. They're going to partner with us on the event too, live in September, the live golf event in September at Mountain Valley. Uh, we're excited about that. And they're also going to make Pat's own own, uh, flavor. We're going to be rolling out Pat's own flavor of coffee with his face on it and everything. It's going to be beautiful. So check that out. Front9coffee.com. Um, that's front, the number nine coffee.com promo code TJ 10 gets you 10% off your order. Every time you go, not just your first order, every order, TJ 10, uh, 10% off your order. So check them out. We're pumped about that. All right, Pat, top of the betting board up to 25 to one for the Byron Nelson. The course breakdown video for Craig ranch is also already up on YouTube as well as on podcasts. If you want more details on how Craig ranch is set up to play, this is only the second year we've seen Craig ranch host this event. Uh, they did host the corn Ferry tour event and, um, a couple you know, a while ago, but, uh, only the second year Cage Lee won it last year, 200 to one could be long shot season. Now the field, is that's pretty, what we're talking about. Field is pretty strong. Now it was, it was strong last year too. You had some guys who liked to play the week before a major, some of the studs up top. But I don't think it's as strong as what we're seeing this year. So will we see another, you know, long, triple-digit winner? I don't know. I think it could happen. Um, I will say that, you know, last year it was definitely softer. It was a little bit wet. We had rain before the tournament. We had rain during the tournament. Soften things up. These zoysia fairways can get super soft. And uh, this year's no rain at all, like none, like sunny in 90s. Um, and the wind looks like it's a little it's kind of mild for right now, but that could change. Uh, looking at the top of the board, though, Pat, you got Scotty Scheffler at seven to one, Justin Thomas nine to one, Willie Z, local guy, fourteen to one, Xander and DJ at eighteen to one, Spieth, Sam Burns twenty two to one range. Um, who's who's tickling your your fancy up there? Well, I, I've got a couple here that I like here. Um, one is I, I've got to go with Willie Z at twenty four to one. Um, which is the best odds I've seen. Where, I, where's I, that? Where's 24? 24 is... I've seen 22. You know, oh, no, 24 is Fandle. 24 is Fandle. Yeah. 24 is Fandle. So I think you jump on that right now. This is a, this is a great course fit for him. Um, I think he... I mean, isn't Willie Z a Texas guy, too? Wait, no, he literally... Yes, he is. But he also said last year in 2021, he lives 
close to the course. He grew up That's playing right. this yeah. course. He's very familiar with this course. And I mean, even if he didn't, this place suits Willie Z to a T, to a Z. Yeah, absolutely. He finished top 20 last year. But, you know, coming off of that, that good finish again at the Masters, the guy just is, I mean, I don't know. Willie Z's got to win the Masters. But anyway. Um, but then if you look at the stats across the board, I mean, he's literally, you know, I looked at off the tee, I looked at approach, opportunities gained and birdie or better percentage, because I think all of those are going to definitely be in play here, especially opportunities gained and birdie or better yeah. percentage. Ops gain and, is huge. And par five scoring, yep. because you got four par fives here yep. that they should be able to score on. Willie Z is top 25 in par, sco- par five scoring. He's top 10 in birdie or better percentage. Top 10 in the rest of those things I just said. One in approach. Um, you know, plenty long off the tee, which I think you got to be on this course. It is certainly a bomber's course. And obviously, we know the putting is, is the thing for him. But still, Willie Z at 24 to 1, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Um, yep, couldn't agree more. I've also seen, I think this is going to be interesting. You know, Xander at 22 to 1 is where I've seen is the best number for him. I like him as well. And I wonder if, like, just, I know it's not kind of a real, quote unquote, real win, you know, that he got with Patrick Cantlay and the team championship or the team, you know, the Zurich Classic. But um, I still think this could be a good course fit for him. You know, he checks a lot of boxes here, puts extremely well on bent grass greens. So maybe the floodgates are opening a little bit for Xander. And if you can get him above, you know, 20 to 1, I like that number. So those are my two favorites. I can't get down with Xander when you can take Sam Burns at, at the same number. Like, if you can take Zan, Sam Burns at 22 to 1, Burns finished runner-up here last year at this tournament, at this golf course. Also tied the course record at a 60, with a 62, I think it was on Friday. Um, like why, you know, why would I take Xander when I could have Burns? That's that's my whole take on that. But uh, couldn't agree more on Willie Z. Couldn't agree more on opportunities gained and par five scoring being a big deal. It, you know, even drier and firmer and faster, it's still going to be a big time scoring fest. Um, the let me give you one other name in the short range, and this is much shorter than where we normally go. But I just maybe it's just me like willing, like really willing this to happen. But it's because it's been so long. But Justin Thomas at fifteen to one is is one that you know is like one of those in the teens that I could really get down with. Like he has knocked on the door a lot since winning the players last year. Third at the Valspar, sixth at the Genesis, got an eighth at the Masters in the Phoenix, where he wasn't really in the conversation, but still. Top five at the Century, third at Mayakoba in the fall, fourth at Eastlake in September fourth at the Northern Trust in August like that's all what he's done since winning the players and the ball striking has continued to be amazing for for JT um it just feels like if you're if you're somebody with you know a big unit you know and you like to bet some of the shorter numbers to me JT at 15 to 1 feels like some value um so I don't know he was the last one I was like ah kind of like it anyway uh the stay away for me was actually xander that's 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 what i was um yeah 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 jt's nine to one on DraftKings. DraftKings is saying don't bet this guy this is true uh so FanDuel is is definitely giving it to you i like that for me yeah stay away with xander dude i, I just and it's only it's really only because it's not that he's not playing great it's just i'd just rather have sam burns i'm not gonna have too many guys in that range because we got will z at 24 to one sam burns at yeah. 22 but- 
Those are, I mean, I like Sam Burns too. I mean, I think, um, I thought I saw him at a little bit longer number than that though. Uh, no, 22 is, you're yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, 22 on uh, DraftKings is the best number yeah. for Burns. Cool. All right. I don't really have a ton of stayaways. I mean, I, I think DJ is, is kind of, I'm Borderline. leaning stay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 18 to 1. I just, yeah. I'm not really seeing much out of DJ lately to tell me that he's going to win this. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's keep moving down the board here. The mid range, kind of longer than 25, up to the 75 to 1 range. Kind of a, uh, this, is, this is obviously a range every. No, <laughs> A mid. A misfire from Sam. That's actually a hilarious video. That, that I, I brought that video in one time when, uh, when, uh, when I said Pat, this was Pat trying to explain. Uh, this was Pat trying to predict ownership for DFS. Sam, you should just play the video now because now people are like, what the hell was that if they didn't see it? No, <laughs> that's pat trying to trying to predict ownership um by the way i mean the the rory mcelroy banger of the summer last week just got a lot of great run on uh on social media last week i mean yeah, it just was, it was fantastic yeah, there may even be a merch drop involving that that song from our friend our friend Matt Madonna, uh, listener Matt Madonna. There may even be a merch drop. Me and me and Crazy Marcus were he was working on something earlier. Uh, all right, so mid range up to seventy five to one, definitely a range with a lot of firepower, a lot of names that we're gonna fire on. Brooks Kepka is up there at thirty five to one, along with Hideki. Um, you got, let's see, Taylor Gooch is coming back for the first time since the Zurich at 45 to one, Alex Noren, Vegas, this little bunch at 55 to one. Very interesting. Noren, Vegas, McNeely wise, Jason day, who had a decent week last week. Uh, Mito's in there at 65 to one Leishman's all the way down to 65 and our South Korean Prince Siwoo Kim also at 65 to one. So, um, there's a lot of interesting names in here, Pat. What are we going to do with Brooks Kepka? You know, we talked about it in the beginning of the year. It's like your, your, uh, you know, the the rule on Brooks Kepka longer than thirty to one, I believe, was your rule that I believe you established. And then I think you've already not gone by your own rule at least once this year and yeah, didn't I bet think, Brooks. I feel like that number got shortened. Like it was forty. No, it was thirty. I swear it was thirty. I promise it was thirty. We can check the tape. Your memory is not. My memory's not great, but I, it was thirty. Well, I don't have him. I, I don't um now I actually may I'm thinking about playing him in DFS because mm-hmm. I feel like his ownership is gonna be super low. Mm-hmm. Um but I do not have him as an outright to win. Um, um Yeah, I mean I think he could for sure. He's he's been hit or miss. He's been like top fifteen or miss cut. Um he missed a cut here last year, but I wouldn't read too much into that. He was coming back from injury. He talked about that in his press conferences last year. So Brooks will be interesting. I was hoping he would be in the press in the press conference on the press conference schedule for me while I was there because you know I, Brooks loves to get questions from the tour junkies. So I thought that would be fun, but yeah, but no. Um I don't know. Your questions are different than my questions. Yeah, they they are. You had the first question to him, which was about I think pleated pants or something. I can't remember. It, no, it was about yeah, well, yeah, wearing pleated pants. It was when Alex yeah. Adam Scott started bringing up pleated yeah. pants again. Um, 
in this range, like Neiman is probably the shortest one that I'm interested in. I kind of like Joaquin Neiman at that 35 to one number. Um, other than that, oh. like, huh? Oh, you you don't like Decky? You don't like Hideki at thirty-five to one, or did he? Did he? Did he? It's did he withdraw or something? No, no, know. no. It's similar to it's similar to what I said about Seamus Power last week. I don't, I don't like guys who we've not seen since the Masters. I just don't like. I feel like, I feel like, what has Hideki been doing since the Masters? And then this is the event that he's going. Okay, this is where I'm going to knock the rust off so that I can, I can, I can play well at the PGA. I just feel like that's the case. Um, if they played in the Zurich, I, that's different. And I do think I may so I, that's I may, why you because did Willie Z play in the Zurich? Yes, Willie Z did play in the Zurich. Yeah, he did play in the Zurich. So. Yeah, um, I liked Willie Z. What are you talking about? Well, because I was saying he hasn't played in in a real tournament since the Masters. Oh yeah, yeah, he, but he did play at the Zurich. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. That's that's why I don't really like. That's why I don't really like Decky. You like Decky? I like Decky this week. I, I like thirty-five to one. You know. A lot of people just did not play him for the Masters, and he had super low ownership. That he ends up ends up getting the top fifteen. But so I do like Decky. All CDB says Decky always gets overlooked in the chat. He also asked uh, earlier. Um, All CDB did who won the prop bet from the Wells Fargo, which would be yours truly. Thank you very much. I uh, am on a losing streak when it comes to how many have I lost in a row? Because I, I don't think you've lost one. Yeah, no, I lost the Masters one. Remember? Because I had to do the two holes. I got to get that. Edit. Oh. Yeah, I had to do the two it. holes running, but I've done it. Yeah. I just haven't shown it yet. But now, yeah, you're you owe me two challenges. You owe me a Denny shrimp or some sort of nasty chain seafood breakfast buffet yeah, shrimp Denny's, thing. You know what? That could be another question people could answer in the chat. Is um, what other like fast food chain shrimp could we try down here? Because that's true. I mean, Denny's. I think they quit the shrimp. I, I have not seen the shrimp. That was the reason we weren't able to do it. Unreal. You also now, now you owe me the magic trick for losing last week. You had Webb Simpson, I had Siwoo Kim. Webb Simpson missed the cut. In, uh, yeah. Well, he sucked. Terrible call on my part. Yeah, I, mean, he, <laughs> I, I tried. To, I tried to tell you. Um, he sucks right now. Who said no card trick? Did we say no card trick? We did not say that. I, I will. I will. I will save you from that, Pat. We did not say that, Sam. You kept trying to say that, but I, we said it could be a card trick. What else? What else? Is he, he going to saw a woman in half? What, what do we really I mean, yeah, expect what am I Pat do? to do here? Am I going to like, do I need to get some birds? I need to get some doves <laughs> to come out of something? Dude, if you can make a parakeet come from something, you know, <laughs> if you can make a parakeet come up out of nowhere, that'd be pretty cool. You should do that. I, in, get a hat. You want me to get a hat and pull, pull some birds out of there? <laughs> Figure that shit out. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's I'll get, get a little red rubber ball and I'll be like, you know, it'll come out of my nose or something. Yeah. Cough it up. Regurgitate it. Do something. Throw up a parakeet, you know? Dry heave a parakeet up. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, um, getting back to the betting. It's Neiman for me, and then I get into this 55 and longer range. Like, I love – I'm very t- – I got to narrow this down by Thursday because this is tough. Like, I love Aaron Wise. I obviously love – he's a 55-1 to 1 on DK. Matt McNeely is at 66-1 to 1 on MGM. That's the best number for him. I like that. Johnny Vegas at 55-1. to 1. I like that. All these guys right here in this range – are definitely interesting, interesting to me. Did you see Johnny Vegas gain 10 strokes with his irons last yesterday? Or last, good God, last week? Yeah. 10 I strokes with his irons. has been really good. And I he mean, lost five off the tee, but I looked at it. It was all accuracy, and he still gained like 10 or almost 10 in distance. So I think Johnny V showed up at TPC Potomac last week, just said, ah, no, F this. 
fairways? You telling me I got to hit fairways? No. And he just kept ripping driver on his way to losing six shots. Um, but this is a I place where right. he can rip driver. Exactly, I think that's exactly what he did. But this is such a better fit for him. But he still finished 15. I know. Like last week, it's crazy. And then, I mean, he's got three top 20s in a row. And that's coming off his surgery thing that everybody freaked yeah. out about. But I, I think it's a big fan of went him. Went to University of Texas, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think Johnny V at 55 is a number. I like Aaron Wise. Like, what's, what's not to like about Aaron Wise? Like, that kid's been killing it, too. He's, he, the only tournament he's ever won was the Byron Nelson. It wasn't here. It wasn't at this event. But the only tournament he's ever won. Um, what was that course I used to play where he won? Was it Four Seasons or Memorial or Memorial Park? or It's like they've moved it around a ton. Trinity Forest. Trinity Forest. They hated that course for some reason. Yeah, the whole tour hated that place. I mean, Wise is 13th in approach, 10th in opportunities gained, uh, 7th in strokes gained off the tee in the last 24 rounds. I mean, he's killing it. He, he's, just, he's just team no putt. So as soon as he can start putting, bang, bang, you're there. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh... And I like Siwoo at 70-1 to 1 on MGM, bet MGM. Siwoo is a former member at TPC Craig Ranch. By the way, I didn't mention this. I'm staying with my buddy Charlie. Shout out, Charlie. Uh, he is a member at TPC Craig Ranch. Uh, he's been giving me a little bit of inside info on these boys, but he, yeah, he reminded me that Siwoo, our, our South Korean prince, was a, is a former member at this place, not a member anymore. Sung Kang is the only active member in this field uh, at, at Craig Ranch, but Siwoo used to, used to, you know, used to be a regular around here, 70 to 1. I'm always going to fire on Siwoo at 70 to 1. I feel like technically all players on the tour should be members of, you know, TPC courses. But Wes, you're right. I do have a Siwoo problem. Um, well, I guess they can they can play. I'm sure they can play. Any, they can play anywhere. But I think yeah. he he lived a, around here. I think anyway. Anybody else? Right. I've named everybody. Yeah. Well, I like Decky. I mentioned that. I do like Neiman. I'm with you there at 35 to one. I'm totally with you on Vegas. Um, two others that I had written down here. Um. I did have Mad McNeely written down at sixty-six to one. I think this is yes. you know, another course where Come he can do with well me, on. Pat. Come yeah, with me I'm, on I'm, the Mad am, Love. You're finally getting on board. I'm not coming with you, but I'm 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 with you on this one. I'm with you on this one. Um, Cam Champ at sixty-five to one. I mean, Cam Champ is just playing know, but, unreal, and this is a great course for him. He's got two top tens in a row. Is it like? It still worries me, though. It still worries me. Like, his irons are terrible. 133rd in opportunities gained, 130th in strokes gained approach last 24 rounds. His irons yeah. are terrible. The sixth place in Mexico, he gained seven strokes putting. Or six, 6.8 strokes putting. Do you know how many times he's done that in his PJ Tour career? Gained 6.8 strokes? He's, he's, done, he's done better than that one time. It was at the Sanderson, the first event that he won in October of 2018. Well, so his second best putting performance. He can, he can absolutely light up these par fives. He's number one in the field in driving distance. You know, top twenty in par five scoring. Yeah, I, I mean, still think if you're getting Cam Champ the way he's been playing, I mean, he's. You look at like last week is not really to me, um, or maybe it was. He didn't play last week. It was Mexico, last week. which I mean, also had that wide it, open fairways. Yeah, wide open fairways, just like the Masters. Pretty but he much. gained six. He had a second best week putting. He's not going to do that again. Yeah, but this, you know, Cam is, 
I don't see how you can't like them at 65 to 1, to be honest. It's because it comes down to having to like narrow this whole thing down. And I can't narrow it down between Wise, Mav, Vegas, Siwoo. Like, I can't. I mean, I guess I could bet all these guys in this range and just be done with it, but I'm not, I, it's not going to fit because I'm going to want, you know, possibly Neiman at 35. Um, so I, it just doesn't fit for me. So, like, he, it's, I think he's out. you'd sneak, I think you can sneak him in a little bit. <laughs> okay. I don't think I want to. I really like this next range, though. I have three guys that I, I'm, all right, fallen in love with. Oh, you've fallen in love with him, huh? Did you watch my uh, first betting, first impressions betting show today, Pat? I did not. No, I don't like watching that show. Why would I watch it before this one? Just that's like, true. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's good. It's really good. And we had we had an active bunch today, and it was it was good. And I think you know that show people need to pay attention to because these lines are moving people. In fact, there's one name already that was mentioned on that show that has gotten hold on has gotten fifty. I don't know if you say points, 50 points shorter since we've, since I've recorded that show bet down from 150 to one to a hundred to one. Hmm. That's an important show to watch. I think I may know who you could be talking about. We'll get to him because he's in this range. So tell me who your three plays are. Who do you love? All right. Well, I'll start with a guy that I don't think I was a huge fan of last week, but but I I do like him this week, and that is Lonto Griffin. Oh, you're coming on the Lonto train too. I'm you're coming all on the aboard Lonto the train. DB's guys train with Mav and Lonto. Yeah, I'm on with Lonto this wow. week. Wow. You know, coming off of uh, the 15th at the Mexico Open, the T6 at the Wells Fargo. Tell me all about it, Pat. I, I'd love to hear more about how great Lonto's been playing. I, I love well, this. Well, I will tell you. I mean, he's top 30 in the field and, and putting on bent grass greens. He's top 20 in opportunities gained. Yes. Top, 25, top 25 in approach. 33rd in strokes gained off the tee. Lonto Griffin at 80, 80 to 1 is really looking good to me. I like it. Lonto Griffin in his last two starts has gained almost 18 strokes ball strike. That's off the tee and approach combined. 18 strokes. He's a ball striking son of a gun. And long term, this is what Lonto sucks at. Long term. Like, big picture. He sucks around the green. Well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter this week. Around the greens does not matter. In fact, even last year when they had this event, this, this golf course ranked as the second, it was either second easiest or easiest ever recorded since 2015 when they started keeping track of shot link data, ever recorded on any tournament played on a PJ Tour or a major. So it's like not a big deal. You're not, first of all, you don't, you're not going to miss these greens. They're big and they're, you know, Lonto's dealing. So the, the worst part of his game, the part of his game that he's lost two, four, six, it, in the last seven events, he's lost strokes around the green and that's held him back. Who cares this week? It's not going to matter. This is a great Lonto spot. I love this. I love that you're coming around on my guys. All right, who else? Okay, I have two others that I think you might like as well. A lot of agreement. Um, this is going to be a love, love fest tonight. The next one. I might take my shirt I'm off again. Coming off of a mixed cut. Did a I mi- say mixed cut? A mixed cut, yeah. What, what are those? Coming off of a mixed cut uh, at the Wells Fargo, but I don't think this was a good, that was a good course fit at all for him. And that's Keith Mitchell at 90 to 1. I like Keith Mitchell a lot this week. Ooh, all right. This I like is, that. This that's is a sneaky. way better fit for him as yep. far as, you know, the course profile. And then you just look at the stats across the board for Keith Mitchell. He's number one in the field in strokes gained off, off the tee. Yep. Top 20 in birdie or better percentage. He's second in par five scoring. Now I'm going off of the last 24 rounds. Um, 
which Keith Mitchell has played well this year. I mean, you know, drives it pl- plenty long off the tees, top 25 in driving distance. Um, so I don't care really about the miscut at the Wells Fargo because I just don't think it was a great course fit for him. But I think this one's a lot better. So I like him at 90 to 1. Played sure, here last year as well, finished 26. Yep. Yep. I like uh, Keith Mitchell. Here's the last one. And this one is one that I, I'm absolutely in love with. And this is the one that I think, I'm guessing, you may have talked about on the betting uh, first look show that has been bet down. But I don't even know because this is the only number I've seen them at. But I still love the number. And I'm hoping I'm not like getting, I'm not late to the game with this guy. Okay. Because he's been playing really good. Mm-hmm. He's sneaky long off the tee. But that is Kurt Kitayama. Yep, that's the one. At 100 to 1. I mean, Kitayama that's the one. is golfing his damn ball yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of, he's, for some reason, I don't know why people think he's short off the tee. I was li- actually listening no, to a not. broadcast with him for the Mexico Open. And they were saying he, he's not a, a large man or anything. He's not a guy that's going to like look like he bombs it, but the dude bombs it off the tee. I think that's you know obviously going to be a, a factor this week. Um, so Kitayama at a hundred to one, yeah, based off the way he's playing right now, yeah, and the and the confidence he has, I love it. Well, he's getting pounded because he was a hundred and fifty to one. Actually, I'll tell you this: he was a hundred fifty to one when we started the the first impressions uh, show this morning. Our boy Steve Dub, who's in the chat um, right now, he was in the live chat this morning with the First Impressions pod. He was 150 to one when we started the show. Ten minutes after the show was over, he was 130 to one. Currently, his best number is 100 to one. I still, th- I still think the 100 to one is worth a look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. So I just talked about Lonto and his strokes game ball striking in the last two weeks at almost 18. Kitayama's at 18 and a half the last two weeks between off the tee and ball striking play. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, this guy is for sure um, dangerous right now. He's feeling himself right now. Nobody's, nobody's feeling himself. Nobody's touching themselves like Kurt Kitayama at the moment because he wakes up in the morning and goes, I'm hot today, folks. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hot. So, yeah, I like it. Um, Okay, so those I love all three of those actually. I'm trying to think. I like um, Munoz is interesting a little bit. He, I think he's at 95 to one on Fanduel is the best number I could find for Munoz. Where is he? Uh, oh no, actually now he's up at huh? He got longer. He's a hundred to one now on Fanduel. But I like a little Sebastian Munoz here. Let's see, he is. Uh, 36 in the field, strokes gained approach, 17th opportunities gained last 24 rounds, ninth in strokes gained off the tee. Uh, the putter's coming in looking looking hot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Munoz, you know, ball striking's been very, very solid. Played here last year, finished 55th, didn't have a great showing. He's got a top 10 at the Byron in 2019, obviously at a different course, though. Um, so, I mean, he's been playing really consistent. He hasn't had, a whole, you know, any top 10s so far this year but he's been playing consistent uh, and you know i think it could happen so munoz at 100 to one's worth a look to i think that's it in this range we got to get to the 130 are we going up to 130 i don't remember sam's going to be mad at us for this are we going up to 130 here or are we going to the next range now sam waiting on producer sam 
You know, I'm wh- going to. The, I was while go we're doing that. Okay, while we're doing that, um, you know, major season is in swing, guys. We got the PGA Championship coming up next week. It's time to ask yourself if your ratty couch and outdated seating can hang on for another weekend of 17 holes. It probably can't. You know, it's probably got all kind of stuff in it. I'm going to say it's no, you know. And for that, I want you guys to check out our friends at Burrow. Uh, they cover the entire course with three iconic modular seating systems and everything from coffee tables to credenzas. Burrow is your one-stop shop for outfitting your home in style. The coffee and side tables, they got the kettle collection, made of stylish metal and marble. The Carta collection, which contains all your clutter so your space looks effortlessly tidy. So some of you single guys, you know, when she comes over and you need to tidy up your space, you get that Carta and it's like putting everything under your bed. It's real easy. Carta B? Yeah, Carta B. They got the Carta B collection. <laughs> oh, cool. <Okay. laughs> um, support your TV screen in style. Burrow offers three different media consoles to fit your TV, featuring customizable designs, adjustable height interior shelves, and thoughtful touches like cord organizing. Some of y'all need cord organizing. You know who you are, okay? Go ahead and say it to yourself. Admit it, all right? Free shipping on every order at Burrow. No matter how small or large, includes free shipping which can save you on average like $100 on a bigger item like a couch. Imagine somebody bringing a couch all the way across the country, walking it into your door, maybe carrying it up or down some steps, putting it down and not charging you a thing. That's pretty good. Burrow wants you to love the sofa you're on as much as you love the Tour Junkies podcast. So show them you're listening to the Tour Junkies by shopping at burrow.com slash tourjunkies and you get $75 off your first order that's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash tour junkies for $75 off burrow.com slash tour junkies. Boom. All right, let's get to it, Pat. The long range here, the long bombs uh, over, you know, at 130 to one or longer here. Dude, I got one bomb. It might be the longest bomb. I mean, Pat, we are a bomb show. You know, we're a long shot show. I may have the longest number we've ever touted on this show tonight. Oh. Wow, are you ready for that? Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything that's like earth shattering. So, yeah, that's probably good. I first. do. My boy Kane in in the chats, he's his eyes are his eyes just open when I said that. All right, go ahead, go first. Well, um, I mean, you get Aaron Ride one hundred and thirty to one. We've seen Aaron Ride, you know, play extremely well recently. Um, I think. You know, he, he's a guy that, uh, I don't know, I don't understand sometimes why his, his odds are so so long when you know, playing the way he's playing. Um, yeah, he's third in the field in opportunities gained, by the way. So he's given wow. himself a ton of birdie, birdie chances. Um, 44th in approach, um, not bad to, to be top 50 in the field there for a, a guy that's, uh, you know, with these long of odds. Um, and then... Now I'm going to pronounce the name wrong because you know you've listened to a podcast recently where yeah. you have to you you learned how to pronounce his name. Yeah, but I, you know, Sahith, Sagala, very close. He said it's pronounced Sahith. So it's more of a hi, not a he. Sagala, Sahith Sagala, Sagala. So fantastic interview by by no laying up of Sahith. If you were not a fan of him before, which I don't know how you weren't, you will be a fan after listening to that. Kid's got incredible perspective. I love it. Yeah, and I like him a lot, though. I mean, he's he's been playing well. He's 150 yeah. to one. Um, I like that a lot. So, so not too bad there for for a guy that's also uh, you know been playing well, showing up on leaderboards. He's made four, or five. I don't know how many straight cuts. I'm just looking at the last four tournaments uh, with the top 25 at the Mexico Open. Um, so I like him as well at 150 to one. So that's what I've got. 
Okay. Now, wow. what do you got? Because people I, are waiting on you. Yeah, I love this range. I mean, what do we think about Matt Wolf last week, huh? How, how, how about Matt I Wolf? I he forgot how to play golf. You, yeah, you said that. <laughs> That's documented. Um, but, I mean, I would have never guessed on a course like that. He finished 25th. Never in a million years would I have guessed that that would have happened. And he finished 25th, gaining zero strokes off the tee. He must have done the Johnny Vegas approach and just kept ripping bombs and, you know, got whatever kind of lie he got. But gained I still just don't think – I don't know about Matthew Wolf. I've said this from the start. There was the argument that was made between him and Morikawa and Hovland when they all came out together. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like his swing and the timing and everything that it takes with his swing is going to screw him more than any of them. Yeah, but maybe when he's hot, he's hot. I mean, and that's that's what I was about to say. Actually, is that you know maybe when when it's in rhythm, you got to play him, and maybe it's in rhythm right now, so you play him. But when it's off, yeah, it's off. Like, and it, how, who knows how long it could be off? Like, he could be off where he's on the Corn Ferry Tour for a few years, and yeah. then it gets back on. Well. He won in his fourth ever PGA Tour start, so I'm not going to count that one. But if you look at a, a runner-up finish he had at the Rocket Mortgage in 2020, before that it was miscut, miscut, 54th, 52nd, 58th, miscut, miscut. Like those were his previous events, and then, he, and then bam, second place. Um, you know, and then he kind of goes on a little hot streak, and you know, I, I don't know. Like it's it's interesting to me, but 130 to one for a kid like that with that kind of firepower coming off a of 25th at a course he has no business even i I didn't think he had any business showing up to um because it doesn't fit him now he comes to a course that for sure does and you got to believe like he's got to be coming into this you know wanting to be at his very best to play in oklahoma you know he he went to college at at oklahoma state um i'm sure he's played southern hills you know before i just i don't know 130 to one is too good of a number to me it feels like cam champ he feels like Cam Champ, but he's you know, he he's much he's d- twice the odds number one. Um, so it just feels like a little value to me. I, I like it. I like the Thigala play. Um, I, I gotta tell you, one guy who's popping at two fifty to one is Swafford again. Yeah, I love Swafford. I, I and, did not write him down. I kind of left him for you a little bit. But and I actually, I like- you know, we saw Swafford. Um, let's see, we saw Swafford kind of go cold a little bit after his uh, after you know after we hit him at 250 to one um, with his win this, this year. Uh, now made like four straight cuts, I think. We saw him get a little cold. Well, guess what happened? He uh, cracked his driver, um, and it took him a minute. I just found this out last week. He, he cracked his driver, and it took him a minute to get one that, that, suited, his eye, that suited his eye. So apparently he's back and ready to go. Uh, I kind of like that for HUD at, at 250 to one. Um, Austin Smotherman at 250 to one. I, I'm, I'm back in on him. He just finished 25th. I talked him up last week. Our boy Austin Goggert caddied for him last week for the first time, right after he, Austin caddied for Patrick Rogers and led him to a, a 10th place finish at the Mexico Open, which is hard to do. Um, and Goggs is staying on the bag this week for Smotherman. I like it. He hit the ball well last week. Like he's, you know, he, he went to SMU. He's a Texas kid, very familiar with this place. His biggest problem is short game, scrambling and putting. And scrambling, I've already said, doesn't matter here. And putting is fairly easy. They're, these are kind of benign bent grass, pure bent grass green. Like, this can, this can work for a you know, team no putt. So, I mean, those are some bombs right there at Swafford and Smotherman. But, Pat, 
the big bomb that I have, uh, like I said, I, I can't imagine that we've ever touted anybody at, at this long a number or you know anywhere close, honestly. But there's a player at 800 to 1, if I'm, if I'm seeing this correctly. What? What? Yes, on DraftKings right 800 now. 800 to 1? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and he's incredible value because he's 650 to 1 on FanDuel. He's, three, he's 500 to 1 on points bet, and he's 350 to 1 on BetMGM, okay? So, like, double the odds of BetMGM. You can find him on DraftKings. Uh, and, and this guy, it, last, last 12 rounds, okay, 12 rounds. So very recent. I think in- I know where you're going to go, but I'm not going to. Yeah, that. yeah. Very recent incoming 12 rounds, eighth in the field in putting. Okay, so the putter's hot. In the last 50 rounds, so a little bit broader look for par five scoring. So we have more par fives, more big, bigger sample size. Last 50 rounds, he's 24th in the field in par five scoring. Also in the last 50 rounds, seventh in the field in driving distance. This guy is perennially one of the longest hitters on the PGA Tour and has been for a while. Everything else is terrible, okay? Uh, but Brandon Hagee is 800 to 1. And, you know, the, the guy's last top 10 was less than a year ago at the Rocket Mortgage. He finished, uh, he finished sixth. Um, he finished runner-up at the Honda in 2021. I mean, he's managed to keep his tour card for quite some time now. He's got top five finishes. He, you know, runner up in the Honda. He was in the hunt. Um, it, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. But 800 to one is banana land. Okay. Banana land for Brandon Hagee. But think about the legend of the tour junkies that would grow if he won and we talked him up on this show. Well, even if he doesn't win, I feel like a you know throwing down the top twenty on him at twenty two to one is Bingo. like must. I was gonna wait till we got to that segment, but yes, that that is a must. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, awesome. Well, speaking of that, Pat, let's get to our favorite pick, the favorite outrights. We've we've given a bunch of names tonight, uh, and, it, and we're gonna have to narrow them down even further. But our favorite guys that we think you need to bet right now because the number could get shorter. Or they're just our favorites in general, and we want to hit it and hit it now. Uh, as well as a few top 20 bets uh, presented to you by our friends at Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers. Head over to Covers for all your betting, uh, betting intel, insight, tools, all that, all that stuff. And check out our article that drops on Tuesday afternoon with your head-to-head matchups and top 20s. All right, Pat, hit me with your favorite early outrights, uh, and I'll come back with some outrights of my own, then we'll hit top 20s. All right. So here we go. Here are my favorite outrights. I'm going to leave a, leave a couple for you here because oh, I know you. there's a lot of agreement. Very kind. But definitely up top, I got to go with my boy Willie Z there at 24 to 1. If you can get him around that number, I love him this week. I think um, agreement. I, I would definitely bet him. Would love to see him get his first uh, big tour win. Then I'm going to go with Hideki at 35 to 1. I like Hideki there. I, I think it's a good number. Disagreement. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why we have two people on this show. So oh, I have to all, always agree. Um, <laughs> then I'm going to go with Johnny Vegas at 55 to one. Love Vegas and the way he's playing. Um, I will move on to the longer range guys. And, you know, when I thought I had written down the winner this week, and I said this early in the show, the one that I was pointing at and thinking of, or one of them, was Kurt Kitayama. 
at a hundred to one. Absolutely, that's a bold call. It. I like it though. I like it. Love Kitayama there at a hundred to one. Uh, so those are my three favorite outrights: Willie Z, Vegas, Kurt Kitayama. Mm. Well, you also mentioned Hideki, so you had four outrights. Oh wait, I mean, I mean Hideki. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like three of those four a lot. In fact, I had three of those four written down. So uh, I will add to that. Um, I think Sam Burns. If if you like Sam Burns and you like him at twenty two to one, I don't think it's getting any longer. I think it could get shorter. He's at twenty two to one on DraftKings right now. Runner up here last year. Obviously, continues to play tremendously. Just won the Valspar. Uh, I'm in on Sam Burns. Mav McNeely at sixty six to one. I believe on BetMGM. I'm, I continue to be a believer in Mav. I feel like he's just knocking on the door week in and week out. It feels like he's. Uh, He's been tested late on Sunday, and, and you know he's been in the hunt and knows what it's like to be close. I think the next time he gets in that position, he can close the door, and he, and he, he hits all the right boxes. He checks all the right boxes. So uh, Mav at 66-1. to one. You mentioned this guy, and, and I agreed with you. I didn't really go. I think I may have mentioned one other thing I liked about him, but, but Keith Mitchell is definitely one that I think is interesting. Um, did not have a great week last week at the Wells Fargo. But it was not the best golf course for Keith Mitchell. Number one in this field in strokes gain off the tee. Uh, one of the best, you know, long ball hitters on tour. Number two in this field in par five scoring, like you mentioned. Um, you know, Keith just continues to, uh, to do, do his thing. Played here last year, finished 26th last year. Uh, but he's had a great season so far. I, I like the Keith Mitchell number at 90, I think it's 90 to one. Yep, uh, 90 Mitchell. to one was the best I saw. And that's on MGM, bet MGM. Uh, and then... I think Matt Wolf at 130 to one. I think Matt oh, Wolf is is wow. one of my favorite values. It's just good to see him do what he did last week, and the kid's got firepower. So I don't think he, I don't think he's got too much firepower that if he stays hot, and now he's on a course that suits him way better than last week suited him. A course where last week he gained zero strokes off the tee, and that's probably despite out driving the entire field. You know, still gained zero strokes off the tee. Here, you know, he's gonna. He has potential to rack up, you know, five, six, seven plus strokes off the tee on the field. And if he does that and the irons remain strong, I think Wolf could really do it. Um, so 130 to one is a big number for, for that guy. I think he's hungry. If he's in the right state of mind, which hopefully he is, I, I think it's a good play for him. Uh, top 20s, talking through some top 20s. Starting up top, I think Johnny Vegas, who you, you mentioned as an outright, we both like, he's at, two, he's at plus 210. Uh, Maverick McNeely is also plus 210. Aaron Wise is plus 230. I love that Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise, I, I like that a lot. Um, Wolf is 4-1, to one, top 20. And your boy Kitayama is 5-1, to one, top 20. I'm sure you probably like all those. Two more really big, big, big bombs. Austin Smotherman at 7-1. to one. I mentioned him. 7-1 uh, is super long. The guy's, the guy's been knocking on the door of top 20s plenty so far this year, and he's got our boy Goggard on the bag. I think that's going to help him a lot. Uh, T25 at Wells Fargo last week when he had no business, that wasn't a great course for him either. And then my long shot, the, the bombiest bomb of any bomb I've ever touted, Brandon Hagee at 22-1 to 1 as a top 20. Brandon Hagee is definitely. You got you to pound a top 20 at 22-1. to 1. You, you have to, on a course built for bombers. So, yeah. No, I agree for sure there. Um, for me, I'll start a little shorter than you did. I think Taylor Gooch at plus 190. 
just because Gooch is – we haven't even talked about him at all this this week. But I still think he's a guy that's just been playing so solid. You know, a top 20 for me um, seems like it's just something that's, that's, that's easy for him. So Taylor Gooch at plus 190. I was with you on Wise. I like that plus 230 number. I like Lonto Griffin at plus 275. I think that's a good number for him for a top 20. Ooh, yeah, I love that. Um, you know, I was with you on Kitayama. Tagala plus 500, so 5 to 1. I like him. And then Hudson Swafford. You, you mentioned yeah. him earlier, top 20. If you, you know, at him at plus 700. That is, that's a, good, a great number for him. Been playing really solid since you, you, you mentioned he fixed that, you know, that driver issue. Yep. So plus 700 for Hudson Swafford, I really like. Nice. That's the early outrights and top 20s that we like. We think you need to jump on some of those early. Uh, if you dig it, presented to you by our friends at Covers. Winning starts at Covers.com. Um, hey, Pat, I got some breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, our contacts at Prize Picks have notified me of a very special Tour Junkies uh, promo this week oh, that I'm excited about. Yes. Now, I'm not excited because right now, Prize Picks doesn't have any lines up for the PGA just yet. So we can't do any picks right now. But that's okay. Pat will be doing his fantasy golf sommelier picks this week. It'll drop on like usually Wednesday morning on the YouTube channel. You're going to want to check that out. Uh, and I will put in a prize pick play in the heavy petting email, which I've done that now the last two weeks. Two weeks ago, we hit it, 5X our money. Last week, we, we, we tied on one of them. It was a flex play, so we did 1.5X our money. Not, not terrible. You know, we didn't lose any money. So I'll do that again in the heavy petting email. But here's the promo. I'm excited about this, Pat. Let's throw up the graphic. Look at this. Exclusive offer. If our boy Siwoo Kim finishes one hole, he just has to finish one hole on Thursday. If he just finishes number one or number 10, whichever tee box he comes out on, if he just does that and you place $5 on any PGA entry, it doesn't even have to. Actually, I just confirmed this. It doesn't even have to have Siwoo Kim in the entry. You receive $50 as soon as he finishes one hole at TPC Craig Ranch. This is for new prize picks users only. So if you go to prize picks, you sign up and you put in our promo code. You have to put in our promo code, TJ. Okay. That's going to get you the Siwoo Kim deposit bonus as soon as he finishes one hole. So you got to sign up for prize picks using promo code TJ. Deposit at least five bucks so you can play in the $5 PGA entry contest. And, uh, that gets you 50 bucks as soon as Siwoo Kim finishes the first hole. That's a beautiful promo. Beautiful promo, and we're grateful to Prize Picks for, uh, for, slapping, that one, for slapping that one down on us. Um, yeah, so that's first time users only. Promo code TJ. So that's it. Yeah, $50 for free just to make one $5 bet. That's right. Look, Nick, Nick's got it. Nick I'm says, telling you, pr- Prize Picks is so good. It, it is. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And and it it helps for sure when you you know when all your lineups are dead on Thursday. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, all right, nice, great show tonight. Thanks for all those who have watched. Uh, listen, please do comment. What questions you want me to ask these guys in the PGA Tour pressers uh, at TPC Craig Ranch? I'll be there for media. I'll see anybody who's out at TPC Craig Ranch. If you see me, holler. Uh, love to meet up with folks um, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I'll be out there. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe, comment, share, please, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube as well. And if you're listening, if you're a podcast listener on Apple or Spotify, we appreciate it. Leave us a five-star review. That would help us a lot. We're going to have a great week. 
for uh, Southern Hills. Hopefully dropping that podcast, the, the DFS Embedding podcast, on Sunday night for Southern Hills. So pump for that for the PGA Championship. And it's going to be a great week, Pat. Anything else? We good? That's, that's all I got. Beautiful show. May your well, nope, nope. That's not you guys. That's not you guys. Bend over your bookie for the 2022 AT&T Byron Nelson. See ya.